time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Last week, I took a step back to talk about the purpose of business, why business exists. This week, let's get a little less abstract. Let's get a lot less abstract and talk about how companies can actually use that idea that the purpose of business goes beyond just the shareholders. How do you use those ideas to become a better business, a business that people love? And in the news here in 2019, the politicians are talking about whether or not they should break up Google and Facebook and Apple and others. And the reason why they're talking about this is because those businesses have seemed to have lost their purpose or or never had the right purpose. So let's dive straight into that. Let's go head on and say, what are these companies doing wrong? And if I had the chance to do this right, if I was the entrepreneur, if I was the founder of Apple, how could I have fixed this? So imagine tomorrow morning you get a call out of the blue and they say they want you to be the new CEO of Apple and they want you to turn it into the kind of company that doesn't have any of these problems with with government because it's such a beloved company. What do you do? Well, there's two areas that Apple's struggling with. And they're actually rather simple fixes. Firstly, the problem is the walled garden they've created. That's the term of art. Walled garden they've created in terms of their app store. They have created the system where the only way to put an app on your Apple phone is to use the Apple App Store. And they have chosen, as a business, to charge the the companies that are producing these apps 30% of the revenues in order to put their app in the App Store. So these companies have no choice. They can either not support the Apple device or they can pay Apple 30%. There, there is no middle ground. There's no room for negotiation. There's nothing these companies can really do except pay Apple this rent. That's what the economists would call it. So what could Apple do? Well, they could allow anyone to create an app store. That would immediately solve that problem. And they could then actually spend their time and energy to make their app store better. Or they could, in fact, just say, great, what our customers want are great apps or the choice of great apps, and we're just going to let them have whatever they want and either charge absolutely nothing to the app providers for, for running the store because it sells more devices or something incredibly small like 1% where, where no one could possibly compete because it's, it's a trifling amount of money. And that's it. If, if they simply did that, the politicians would would stop worrying about Apple. But there's really one other thing that they could do to make this company amazingly beloved around the world and a much more conscious company. And that one's also not terribly difficult, which is to pay the people who build their devices. And, And of course, they are paying them now. The employees get paid, right? Nobody works for free. But when you go and you look to see how much are the employees paid who produce these devices, especially the the employees over in China and India, you'll find out that they're paid very, very little, that they're working incredibly long hours in incredibly harsh conditions. They are penalized for things like going to the bathroom. They're not treated like valuable human beings. They're treated as close to robots as Apple can get away with, or Foxconn, which is the company that hires them, can get away with. And this is from a company that is the most profitable company in the history of mankind that earns billions of dollars per quarter in profits, not even in revenues, but in profits. 
And if they simply took one billion of that and handed it over to those employees and said to Foxconn, we're not going to let you hire anyone who works for more than eight hours in a day or 40 hours in a week or maybe 45 hours in a week. Maybe 40 is the wrong number, but not 50 or 60 or 80 hours in a week uh, who get paid enough to actually have a life outside of work get paid 50% more than they're being paid now or 100% more, maybe even 200% more than they're being paid now. Whatever that number would be that would cost Apple maybe a billion dollars, maybe $2 billion a quarter. But you know what? Apple can afford it. So here's what Apple's doing today. A, they're charging their customers more than they need to because there's profits at the end of the day. They're, They're paying their employees too little because there's profits at the end of the day. With these profits, they're doing two things. One, they're paying a dividend to those shareholders. So they're making the shareholders happy at the expense of the customers and those employees. And two, they're buying out shareholders. They're actually taking money and they're offering it to shareholders to stop being shareholders who who take that offer because, because those shares are worth more than they were when they bought them. So if Apple simply spread the wealth in a slightly different pattern, It would have happier customers and happier employees. Some of those employees might be happy enough and rich enough to actually buy Apple devices in order to have more customers and have a virtuous cycle that grows and grows instead of shrinks and shrinks. And they would do it at the expense of the rate of growth of their profits. And I'm saying this is not in lieu of profits. This is not giving up profits. This is giving up the growth rate of profits. Grow a little slower, have a happier system. You do that, all of a sudden, all the woes in Washington go away. 